Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. You're listening to the QuickBook Reviews Podcast. Brighten your day with a book. Hello, my fellow bookworms. This is Philippa at QuickBook Reviews. How are you all? I am well. I'm still struggling with the cold, so apologies for the noise, but hopefully it'll all be fine. I went to the cinema yesterday and saw the film Ad Astra. I don't know if you've heard of it. It's like a a space film, slightly dystopian, just set just in the future um, with Brad Pitt in. Some people have said it's very boring, but forget the film. There is a new lint chocolate pick and mix facility in the foyer of the cinema with every type of flavour you could imagine. Now, personally, I'm not a huge lint fan, but give me a lint pick and mix at the cinema and I'm in. So I just thought that was rather, rather fabulous myself. But anyway, enough about that. Let's talk about books. Now, today is a special nine out of ten day where I've been reading some books I've loved and I thought, ooh, these could all come together. I've been listening to them as a glut, a glut of nine out of ten books. Nine out of ten is a pretty high ranking. They really, they really can't be bettered. Nothing's perfect, but oh my goodness, these were great books. And actually the first one is one I've read and just finished listening to the audiobook version. So I'm going to talk to you about that first. Um, and then I'll talk you through some other really good books I've just finished. Um, I've got a surprise read, of course, a, le- a listener's question and just more bookish chat. So let's get stuck in. So first of all is the audiobooks. And I listened to this on audiobooks.com instead of Audible. It's the first time I've used audiobooks.com. I think it's a really good app. The only problem was then giving a rating was much harder, I thought. I don't know if you found that as well. But anyway, let's talk about the book. The book is, drumroll, Sleep by C.L. Taylor. Now, this book has been getting some press. It's been everywhere. Uh, First of all, it was chosen for various book clubs, television book clubs when it was in hardback. Now it's just come out in paperback and Richard and Judy have selected it as one of theirs. It's come out on audiobook, as I say, as well. Um, and it's it's just, it's a capable read. It's a good book. Callie is an excellent author. My goodness, she's a nice person as well. She wears lovely earrings, um, but she also can write a really good book. And this one is no exception. They're all standalone, or certainly those of hers that I've read so far are standalone. And this one, as I say, is Sleep. Um, And it's set... Well, first of all, you get to know this character, Anna. And she's 
gone through a traumatic experience. She's full of guilt. She can't sleep. She's having all these uh, night terrors. So she just runs away. She tries to run away from all those problems. And she takes up a job on a remote Scottish island in a hotel. And she thinks there she has escaped everything. And hopefully she will be able to sleep. Um, Then different people arrive for the hotel and you get this one group, all individual people that have journeyed there, but they become a group, particularly as the weather turns and that weather sort of isolates them even more. Like an Agatha Christie, it's not an Agatha Christie, it's completely different, but it's like that sort of premise of um, sealed room, sealed island. So you've got seven strangers and they've each got a secret. But the worry is that Anna thinks one of them is going to kill her. Who is it? How do they do it? And why? So you've got this increasing sensation of fear that someone is out to get her. You've got the weather getting worse and worse. That builds up the tension. And things just go from bad to worse. She's not having a a good time, is our Anna. She's not having a good experience in this new job. And is she going to make it? What's going to happen? The tension is there throughout. So that's the story. But let me tell you, not only do you get that on the audiobook, but afterwards you get a short story. Now, by short, it was still... It's about 58 minutes left. Um, so it's not the very sh- not a very short story. It's a really good one, written again by C.L. Taylor. But what was amazing was that she read it as well. Now, I don't know about you, but I generally love to hear the author read their book. OK, you get some authors that I haven't got a clue about pitching it and you, you just fall asleep. But this is not the case with Kelly. You get you get to know how she wants the book to be read, how she wants the story to be read, the tone, the different characters. Again, the tension building. It's an unnerving, bleak story, um, a mini thriller, if you like. And just to have the book, the main book, Sleep, and then this extra story that was called The Lodger thrown in as well. I just thought it was... Brilliant. And as I say, love to hear the author read an audiobook. Really do. Um, there's only been one or two that I've heard that I've thought that was a bad idea. But every other time, I've really appreciated having the author do it. I just find the book comes alive much more with them. And um, despite the very good narrator for sleep, I just love hearing Callie talk. And so she did a cracking job reading The Lodger. So that was Sleep by C.L. Taylor. You can get it on audiobook. You can get it in paperback. You could still get it in hardback if you so wish. The choice is there. But my goodness, this book has really promoted C.L. Taylor into the spotlight. We're going to be hearing uh, even more great things because she's still writing. She's still producing books. There's some really exciting ones coming up. So that was very good. Now, the next book uh, I've finished reading, which was a few days ago, is called Nightingale Point by Luanne Goldie. She actually won the Costa Short Story Award in 2017. And would you believe she's a primary school teacher? Um, She's, as I say, she's won a short story award. She's published a couple of other short stories, but this is her first novel. And wow, if this is her first novel, what else is she going to produce? Okay, so what's the story about? It's set in London. It's set in present time. And it's about an incredible event that happens to people who are living in 
a high rise apartment block and something happens, something extraordinary happens, not in a good way. I don't want to say what it is. I had an idea of what was going to happen and it was different to that. And I thought that helped to, to have a bit of a surprise. But you meet um, a number of characters at the beginning. You get to know them. There's Mary, Malachi, Tristan, Elvis, Pamela. They're all very different characters. And you just meet them in their normal in their normal day, going about their lives, you get a feel for them and how they operate and what their story is. And then this event, this life-changing event happens that just rocks them. It rocks the community. And, and I guess the whole book is about community, um, being together, falling apart, rebuilding itself, but possibly rebuilding itself in a different way, reshaping itself as part of that rebuilding. And what you think will happen doesn't happen. It's, it's a brilliant book, one I would really recommend. So what genre is it? Uh, it's a drama. It's not a crime, although crime, you could say, has been committed. It's not a thriller, as in, oh, are they all going to survive? Who's going to get who? But it is a thriller in that you are thrilled to keep turning the pages to find out how these people's lives change. Um, at times it meanders slowly, but that is the brilliance of the book. And at other times it moves very quickly. Um, but it's just a glorious drama about a community that will change forever and how that change will affect each person in the community and in the story. Really worth a read. Um, I don't want to go on too much about it because I'll give it away, but I don't think you'd be disappointed. I think you will, you will love, the, love the book. Uh, so the next one I'm going to talk about is Confessions of a Bookseller by Sean Bythel. Now, this is a follow-up to his first book that I've talked to you about before. Um, now, let me find out what that book was called. That's right, The Diary of a Bookseller. So, Sean... Um, this is a, a true, true book. This is non-fiction. And this is a diary of Sean's life. He owns the biggest second-hand bookshop in Scotland in a place called Wigtown. And it's fair to say that Sean hasn't gone to the customer service school of managing a bookshop. It's fair to say that he doesn't suffer fools gladly. And it's fair to say he gets some very challenging customers in his shop. So the the meeting of someone who has a dry sense of humour and um, won't bend over backwards for people who are very demanding, combined with customers who are very demanding, is just brilliant. Now, I'd be reading this book, as I say, this is the second one, Confessions of a Bookseller. And people would say to me, what are you laughing at? What's so funny? And I'd just say, it's this book. It's just making me laugh. Um, it's broken down in months. So it it, it uh, deals with Sean for, in one entire calendar year. We start in January and it goes through each month. So that's a nice way of, of dealing with it. It's not just day after day after day. It breaks it down into nice sections. You've got the different seasons. There's different events that he puts on. And he tells you with every day how many orders they've had come in, how many orders they've actually been able to fulfill. Because this shop has thousands and thousands of books. And if every book that comes in is put online, then they get a, an order request come in online for the book. Then they've got to go and find that book. I don't, I don't know how they manage it. It's incredible. I would love to go to this bookshop. I really would. Um, but it's 
it's a funny book. As I say, it's non-fiction. It's a diary. So it's not a fiction. It's not got a story. But in some ways, in many ways, it does have a story. There's love. There's loss. There's friendship. There's uh, community. And there's just dry humour throughout. I mean, the, uh, as well, he quotes in April. Um, I'll just read this little section. There was a new review of the shop on Facebook this morning from a customer called Jenna Fergus. I don't even remember her. I am totally disgusted at how rude and arrogant the owner is. He refused to help me access books that were out of reach due to his laziness and complete disregard for customer satisfaction. Uh, just thought it was just lovely. It's, uh, again, it's another book that's unlike anything that you will read but once you've read it you want to follow the bookshop on Facebook on Twitter on Instagram you want to see all that they're doing you want to go to the shop um, he's appearing at various literary festivals as well Sean is so it's worth catching up with him there just a completely different type of book but a really good one so again that was another another cracker another nine out of ten then I have literally finished like 10 minutes ago so that I could squeeze it into this podcast. This is a book by Jessie Burton called The Confession. Now, Jessie has written a few others. Um, she's written The Miniaturist that I'm sure a lot of you have come across. It was published. It was put into a major TV series in England. Um, she's written The Muse. She's written a children's book, The Restless Girls. So she's doing quite well for herself. And this is her latest. It's just come out. It's in hardback. And this is another drama book. Um, it's, oh, I just, I just loved it. It bewitched me. It is unlike many other books that I've, that I've read, which is great. It's lovely to have some fresh uh, stories come in and, and that's great. So you've got um, different characters. So it's broken down into sections of what happened some time ago, a few decades ago, and what's happening now. And you meet these different characters in these different time frames. But what you want to know is how they actually link in together, what actually happens to bridge these characters. So let me read you just a, a little introduction about it. One winter's afternoon on Hampstead Heath in 1980, Elise Morceau meets Constance Holden and quickly falls under her spell. Connie is bold and alluring, a successful writer whose novel is being turned into a major Hollywood film. Elise follows Connie to LA, a city of strange dreams and swimming pools and late night gatherings of glamorous people. But whilst Connie thrives on the heat and electricity of this new world where everyone is reaching for the stars, and no one is telling the truth, Elise finds herself floundering. When she overhears a conversation at a party that turns everything on its head, Elise makes an impulsive decision that will change her life forever. Three decades later, Rose Simmons is seeking answers about her mother, who disappeared when she was a baby. Having learned that the last person to see her was Constance Holden, a reclusive novelist who withdrew from public life at the peak of her fame, Rose is drawn to the door of Connor's imposing house in search of a confession. And that's probably why it's called The Confession. This book is about women, I would say. It's about the power of women. It's about the power of being a mother, being a child, being a friend. And it's about identity. It's about learning who you are and what really matters, what really makes you you. 
this old nature nurture. I remember in sociology, we used to do nature versus nurture. But that's what it is. Are you the sum of your parents or are you the sum of what you have experienced yourself and what you have created in your life? It's an absolutely riveting read. I thoroughly enjoyed it. I wanted to keep turning the pages to just to see what would happen. How will it end? What will these people mean to each other and say to each other? In some ways, somebody said, well, it's a light drama. I don't think it's a light drama. It's a drama, yes. But it's it's a gut-wrenching emotional drama and uh, one that I really enjoyed. I admit I haven't read any other of Jesse Burton's, not even The Miniaturist. I've got it on the bookshelf, but I haven't read it. And it's really encouraged me to go back and read some others of hers. So a brilliant book. So just to recap on the nine out of 10 books so far. Wow, what a selection. Sleep by C.L. Taylor. I'd listen to the audiobook version of that because there's an extra story available on it. Nightingale Point by Luanne Goldie. Confessions of a Bookseller by Sean Bythal. And uh, Jesse Burton's The Confession. So now we have a surprise read. So we're going to talk about graphic novels, everybody. Hold tight. And the particular one I'm going to bring to your attention is a book you will know, George Orwell's Animal Farm. So let's talk graphic novels. I've noticed an increasing supply of different graphic novels for YA adult audiences. It's not just about Marvel comics. It's increasingly about getting novels out to people who just want to access the information in a different way just as you might listen to a book on audiobook so you hear the words and it sinks in that way you might read it the words sink in looking at the pictures of it as well as the words is just a whole nother way don't put it down don't assume just because you read a graphic novel that makes you three years old you might be three years old, but don't assume that. Um, I just think it's a great way of reading another book. I know that The Handmaid's Tale has recently been published as a graphic novel, and that's a super way for people to get into it who maybe struggled with the first book or don't have the time or just fancied a different way of getting into that story. And for me, I've read Animal Farm. I knew that I could remember the basic story, but I do have a child who is going to be doing this uh, for English. And I thought, I really want to refresh myself so I can just dust off my Mother of the Year award, of course, um, and be able to talk to her about it. Yes, I know she's going to be so embarrassed. But anyway, so I just thought, I'm going to read this. I don't have time to read the full book along with all the other books that I've got to read. But certainly I have time to go through the graphic novel. So let's see how many pages it is. It's so over 170, 175 pages. It is done beautifully. You can read it very quickly, I would say, within an hour or two. And then you can go back to it. And that's what I've found that I've been doing because just the drawings are incredible. And it just gives you such a different feel for the story that I don't think you would get in the normal published book. So I'm going to be looking out for other uh, graphic novels and talking to you about them. So uh, let's see if you've never read a graphic novel, why not set yourself a goal? You can, you know, read one book of poetry or or just one poem. Listen to one audio book if you haven't done that. 
and read a graphic novel. Go and have a look. Go in the into the library. Go into the bookshop. See what they've got. See if they've got anything different that, that takes your fancy. As I say, it doesn't all have to be Marvel or Star Wars. It can be something really significant to you. Um, and I would really recommend that. So that was another 9 out of 10. Absolutely super, super book. Quite heavy. Not one to pack up in a little a little bag if you're going somewhere it's definitely one to have on the coffee table a coffee table book as they say yes um or just uh, have somebody else carry it for you if you say to someone oh would you mind carrying my book for you for me and they say oh that's absolutely fine then produce this mammoth book and uh, they may change their mind or it might be too late then anyway so that's my surprise read now I have a reader's question. A listener's... Why do I keep saying reader's question? I read the question because they're emailed to me. But you are listeners, so sorry about that. Eventually, in 100 years' time, I will start saying listener's question. Anyway, the question is, it's one I'm not going to answer. I'm really sorry. I've had this question come from five or six different people now. And the question is, what is the maximum number of books I have ever bought at one time? Now... There are people that may know me, friends, family, and if I say this number, I I might get into some trouble. So it's a number over two, and it's a number under a thousand, and I'm just going to leave it there, not, not say anything else. So yes, let's see what other questions you can ask me that I'm not prepared to answer. We'll see. So Thank you very much, though. And I love the questions that you send me. I'm so grateful for all the contact. It's brilliant. Um, you can get in touch with me at quickbookreviews at outlook, outlook.com. Email me there. You can contact me on Instagram. Just look for me there as quickbookreviews. Um, and I just love hearing from you. Please get in touch. Uh, next time, I'm going to be talking about some other splendid books. I am just about to start the new Peter James, uh, The Secret of Cold Hill, which I'm very much looking forward to that's a follow-on to the house on cold hill it's going to be a bit creepy so i'm probably going to have to read it in daylight but that's fine and so i'll look forward to telling you about that and about some other books that i've got and some books being published in the new year which would quite sound quite exciting so there's lots of things to talk about so i will go away get rid of the cold read my books and be back in touch with you again soon you go away think of what other books you want to read tell me what you're reading and i just can't wait to speak to you again soon take care now bye bye you've been listening to the quick book reviews podcast that's enough books said no one ever see you again soon planning for your next trip elevate your travel style with quince quince has all the jet setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway like european linen premium luggage options buttery soft italian leather bags and so much more and it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. 
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com.